Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Joe Biden's sweeping new executive order aims to drag the U.S. government into the age of ChatGPT. President Joe Biden issued a wide-ranging executive order on artificial intelligence with measures to boost U.S. tech talent and prevent AI being used to threaten national security. By Kari Johnson Joe Biden wants the U.S. government to make wider use of artificial intelligence and to keep commercial AI on a tighter leash. Those are two prominent themes of a sprawling executive order Biden will sign today, which issues dozens of directives for federal agencies to keep within the next year on topics ranging from national security and immigration to housing and health care. The order places requirements on companies developing powerful AI technology, such as that behind OpenAI's ChatGPT. Biden will use the Defense Production Act, a law that can compel businesses to take actions in the interest of national security, to require the makers of large AI models to report key information to the government, including when they are training a new model and what cybersecurity protections they have. That will include disclosing results of so-called red-teaming exercises intended to reveal vulnerabilities in AI models, such as those that can be found to evade controls that prevent malicious use cases, such as generating malware. The goal is to monitor the potential threats AI technology can pose to national security, public health, and the economy. Another part of the order requires companies that acquire, develop, or possess large-scale computing clusters, essential to training the most powerful AI systems, to report their activity to the federal government. This rule is intended to help the government understand which entities, including those from nations competing with the U.S., have strong AI capabilities. The executive order also directs the Department of Energy to evaluate how AI outputs can contribute to biological or chemical attacks, or cyber attacks on critical infrastructure. The UK government included the possibility of advanced AI enabling biological or chemical attacks in a report last week on potential threats posed by the technology. White House Deputy Chief of Staff Bruce Reed, who is chair of a newly formed White House AI Council to ensure compliance with the order, calls it the strongest set of actions any government in the world has ever taken on AI safety, security, and trust. The measures in Biden's executive order aimed at powering up U.S. government AI include the creation of a dedicated job portal hosted by AI.gov to draw more experts and researchers familiar with the technology into government. Another initiative asks for a new training program to produce 500 AI researchers by 2025. Divyansh Koshik, an associate director at policy research group The Federation for American Scientists, who helped draft portions of the executive order, 
says those could be among the most influential pieces. People often forget that talent is the biggest bottleneck in the federal government, he says. Koshik also welcomes the way Biden's order demands changes to immigration policy to make it easier for AI talent to come to the U.S. A plan to allow immigrant workers to renew their visas inside the U.S., for example, could remove the need for hundreds of thousands of STEM students to travel to their home countries for in-person interviews. Although the U.S. has a majority of the world's top AI talent today, only 20% of them received undergraduate degrees in the U.S., Koshik says, indicating that many are immigrants. He says it's in the U.S. interest to make it easier for AI experts to come overseas to compete against other destinations such as China, Canada, or the U.K. Biden's new executive order acknowledges that AI projects can be harmful to citizens if not carefully implemented, singling out the potential for discrimination or other unintended effects in housing or health care. The order calls for the White House's Office of Management and Budget to develop guides and tools to help government employees who purchase AI services from private companies make good choices. Suresh Venkata Subramanian, director of the Center for Technical Responsibility, Reimagination, and Redesign at Brown University, says those rules could be impactful. Within the federal government, procurement is number one on everyone's agenda because everyone understands that is the way to affect change, he says. He previously helped the White House assemble an AI Bill of Rights for federal agencies issued by Biden last year. However, Venkata Subramanian says some of the most critical government use cases for AI in the U.S. will largely go unaffected by the new executive order. Biden's directives apply to federal agencies, but much AI used in criminal justice and policy is deployed by state and local law enforcement. False positives from AI-powered technology like shot spotter, gunshot detection, and face recognition have led to false arrests, and police departments currently use predictive policing software that doesn't work as advertised. To force state agencies to also adopt the standards in the executive order, Venkata Subramanian says federal lawmakers could make compliance a condition of funding for state and local law enforcement agencies. This is the first executive order of the Biden presidency solely focused on artificial intelligence, and it follows two by former President Trump in 2019 and 2020. So far, government agencies have a spotty record of complying with them. The 2019 order focused on investments in AI research and development. A December 2020 executive order and the Advancing American AI Act passed last year require federal agencies to annually disclose an inventory of algorithms in use. But a Stanford Law School study found a pattern of inconsistent compliance, warning of a national AI capacity gap. If Biden's new order, the most ambitious presidential directive on the technology to date works as intended, it will significantly expand that capacity. Thanks for listening to Wired. I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.